LOP in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pin game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. From the block to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lot. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product, and now locked into the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 108. Shouts out to the new YouTube subscribers. If you have not subscribed yet, it is youtube.com slash life of product podcast. That is P-R-O-D-U-K podcast. Shouts out, to, shouts out to everybody on streaming, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Shouts out to Inca FM, which is now Spotify for podcasts. Shouts out to my homie Celebrity Stanford. Chef Celebrity Stanford came through for 107. That man bought food. He bought great energy, great vibes. He was actually on TV today on WBTV, man, in Charlotte. Shouts out to him. He's doing big things. Today is a special day. Today is a very special day. This is episode 108. This is long overdue. <laughs> it's long overdue on my part. I'm going to take the blame for it. I got my sister from another mister on the show, Tiffany Denise. Was good with you? Talk to the people. Yo, what's yeah. good, y'all? What's good, I'm Brooklyn? I'm happy to be here, yo. You already know. Listen, the next time Bye. we do this, we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you on the show. You gotta come to Charlotte. You, you gotta come down here next time. Oh, you got it. Yo, I'm bring so the dog with, with you. <laughs> bring the she dog. She gonna be barking up and barking for stalk. She gonna think it's all yo, about her. I know, right? We pet friendly <laughs> on the side. You know what I'm saying? Yo, listen. What's the vibes like back home? Y'all had a flood. I heard COVID is coming back. What's what's good with y'all? What we doing oh up there? You know God. what I'm saying? Right now it's raining. I mean, it's not looking like we have a flood today, but okay, it's definitely God. it's. Is doing it's it's big one right now with the uh-huh. rain. It's been raining all morning. Wow! But yeah, that flood was wild, crazy. I saw it like, like I was on social media looking. At, I was about to see you a life jacket. So I'm like, yo, what's going on? There? Bro, so I actually had to work that day. I work oh, nah. in town. Work? Yes, they sent me to work. Like, are you kidding me? That's and then on top of that, like the area that I'm in, it's not even like flood like zone. Mm. But I was still soaked to my upper thighs. Like, Yo, that's, that's how bad the rain was. It wasn't even drops coming out the sky. It was literally, like, buckets. It Yo, like it's like the floodgates just <laughs> opened on y'all. It was <laughs> biblical. It was biblical. It was, like yeah, it was real different. Yo, that's that's crazy. You know what? Um, I haven't been through nothing like that before, and I don't want to. Because, yo, natural disasters scare me. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. You know what I'm saying? They, they, it's, they really, it's getting really bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why we really need to start taking care of the earth. Like literally, thank you for saying this that. This was the second one. This was the second one we mm-hmm. had in the last, I want to say, year or two. Mm-hmm. The first one we had, I was about to go to work too until <laughs> I got to the train station and the whole train station was flooded oh, out. Nah. I was like, oh, nah, nah. I ain't going nowhere. Nah. Like, that's a dub. <laughs> Yo, you know what? It need to start raining on your off days. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm noticing the pattern. You know, noticing the pattern. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> if I got a sick day, I, I'm gonna take it. Yo, fat, yo, we be us black <laughs> people. We be using our sick time. I don't know about everybody else, but yo, listen, man, so sick time fat. is like gold, yo. But I got you yeah. on the show, yo. I gotta give you your flowers now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people. I've known a lot of independent artists over the years, right? And I, I can honestly place you in that top tier because you, the way you've done your thing, you've moved like a machine. You know it's not easy being independent. You know this, like, firsthand. 
Oh my God! It's not. It's oh not easy. It's not easy. For, the first thing that really caught my attention on Tiffany, just to let everybody know, I was I was stumbling through social media one day before I even met Tiffany, and she had put up a post how she had recently got her BMI stuff set up, and I thought that was very interesting, and I thought that was great because you know a lot of artists like me and you wasn't even doing that. They was putting like mm-hmm. all this time and money into their craft, but wasn't even trying to get royalty money. What what set you on right. the path to go ahead and say, all right, let me take the initiative to set that up, your, your performance royalties? Well, honestly, I went to college, um, Five Tiles College, mm-hmm. for engineering and uh, mm. business management. Yeah. So I had that knowledge from school yeah. because even before I went to college, I was an independent artist. I was in girl groups. I was doing talent shows. I was recording, going All to studios. That. Put yeah, putting out music and stuff and mm-hmm. performing, and I'm like, okay, but like, what's the next step? How yes. can I like profit <clears throat> off of this? You know, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, taking the knowledge and the jewels from school and just yeah. pretty much doing what I had to do in order to go to that next step. That's and dope. um, it's it's definitely gotten me to like places and gotten me like recognized, but not. As, as successful as I want to be. So, you yes. know, as an independent artist, as you said, it's very hard. Like, it's been years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and I would watch those interviews with, like, Eminem and, like, mm. Logic, and they'd be like, yes. oh, you know, like, oh, it's been times where I gave up, and then, mm-hmm. boom, it was like a knock yeah. at the door came, you know? like so fast, that, right? You know yeah, that. so that always stayed in the back of my mind yeah. like no matter like how hard it may be how how low to the bottom you may think you are yeah. like you just got to keep pushing and keep going and That's driving right. yeah oh thank you for saying that you know what i feel like too i feel like a lot of those artists that didn't take that initiative like yourself to set that type of stuff i feel like they don't take it serious ultimately because a lot of them they'll, mm-hmm. they 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 want to shoot the videos you know you've done that they want to do things like that but they want to look cute they don't understand that the grind is real the grind is the yeah. grind is serious. Like so, it, another thing um to let everybody know, listening or watching, that really uh, caught my eye about Tiffany's story. Her, her Tiffany story is very dope. Just to let y'all know, right? Um, we used to call Tiffany Thank Little Grammy. That's the sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> That's Little Grammy right there. You know what I'm saying? But but you had I remember when you said in your early days when everything how you got started, BET blessed you really big. Yes. I would shout yes. out to BET. Can can you tell everybody that story? Because I think the world need to know that. Oh man! So it was so crazy when remember when One Hundred Six and Park was yeah. huge, right? Yeah. Like they were mm-hmm. doing a big one. They always had these contests, like oh, you text so and so like eight six seven two and join yeah. this fan club, and you can possibly win. So I don't know why, but I was just, I was watching 106 and Park one night and I was like, you know what? I'm going to join. <laughs> I don't know what's going to come of this, but mm-hmm. I'm going to join. God talking and to yes. And I had to be like in eighth grade mm-hmm. when this happened. So lo and behold, it was one summer day. I got a call yeah. and I, on my phone, I was like, hello. I'm like, who's this? And like, yeah, this is, is this Tiffany? I'm like, yeah, this is she. They're like, yeah, you, you just won. Uh, I, uh, iPhone, um, a, a MacBook Pro, um, I think it was like a MacBook, I think I don't think the Pro was out there, but he was like, yeah. yeah, you want a MacBook, you want Logic, you want a whole, I was like a oh, whole, like, even like a video camera, I was like, yo, that's, I was like, isn't that for real? That's dope, that's <laughs> I did dope. not believe it at first, yeah. 
But they was like, this is 106 and blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, you know, it was like, I, it still didn't click until I got a uh-huh. big package at my door, like three That's days later. crazy. That's crazy. And when I, it was so crazy because and at the time, the iPhone, they, they were supposed to give me an iPhone and the iPhone did not come out yet. So mm. this is how like back like this was That's like way, you, way now back. we're on right we're on Apple we're iPhone 15, 15 right yeah. now like <laughs> so that 15 like, generations iPhone, ago your story started facts, <laughs> you know what I'm facts. saying I'm telling my age but <laughs> yeah I know right yo we get up there we so, get up there you know what I'm saying right so they didn't give me they didn't give me that they actually gave me the uh. Apple gift card instead. Mm -hmm. So that was the only thing that was missing from out of the package that they gave me. But it was like such a life turning moment. And like even before then, I had the chance to like mess with Fruity Loops because one of my homegirls in a block, her homeboy from East New York, he had Mm -hmm. Fruity Loops on a, a disc it was yeah. a bootleg version I, like, I think we all back. had that I think we all had that <laughs> Yo, everybody I remember I, I remember everybody was sliding that around the hood yeah, was everybody I had the like version number three was the first one three or three points that, that three points something is what I had like that's how every, everybody but, whole hood had it you know what I'm saying everybody I don't had remember that. the version that I had but I know I know I had the version that had the robot like voice on it that you could type in the yeah, words. I did have that's the one I had. Yo, yeah, that's the <laughs> one. Mine used to be like corporate was, entertainment, you know what I'm saying? Word up. Yo. That's fine. And I'm gonna tell you one thing. My beats were trash. They were trash. In the beginning, but was I was learning. Yeah. I was learning. And but that's yeah. one thing I couldn't get with with Fruity Loops because everything was just like a boom pack. Yeah. And back then, I didn't know about reverb and all of that, all that so yeah. much, you know. Mm-hmm. But once I got Logic, it like opened me up in the computer to like, you know, oh, yeah. okay, this is what plugins are. And yeah. I, I don't know, I guess with that like workstation, I had yeah. more of a, a understanding. Hold, hold that door, hold yeah. that door. We got to pay these bills real quick. Shouts out to Inca FM, which is now Spotify for podcasters. Uh, this is episode 108 with the homie Tiffany Denise. <laughs> Tiffany Denise. We will be right <laughs> back with the second part of the show. Gia. Yes. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast, episode 108. Um, if anyone needs uh, interview sponsorships or advertising, it is lifeofproduct at gmail.com. Uh, corporate with a K dot ENT at gmail.com. All advertising is 50% off right now. Talk to the kid, man. Every, everybody's tapping into the show from the UK um, down in Nigeria, the whole United States. And I, and I really appreciate y'all from YouTube to uh, streaming. I got Tiffany Denise on the show. We was talking about using um, FL Studio Logic. You know what's crazy? So with me, when I, <clears throat> I was rapping first, right? And when I first started learning how to produce, I wasn't using DAWs. I was using standalone equipment. Before I got introduced mm. to DAWs, and I'm not gonna front, I still I prefer standalone equipment over DAWs. Right. DAWs you could do way more, way more. But mm-hmm. me, it's just I like to be more hands on. I like to touch it and construct it. I like the sequences and stuff like that. So the first piece of mm-hmm. equipment I learned, I learned um a Triton, then I learned a, nice. a, a Motif, then I started using um FL Studio, and I and I saw the potential in FL Studio, so I started putting like a little more into it. But like you said. A lot of people that didn't understand FL Studio understood reason for some reason. And, and mm-hmm. yo, I yo, I to this day I don't know what to do with reason. I'm gonna tell you right now. But you put me on FL Studio, I like rocking reason out. too. 
Reason is dope. I like reason too. And the only reason I was, (laughs) the only reason I was able to use reason was because of Five Towns College. They had like Mm, a whole, yeah, um, producing like um, like computer like room, so you can use that. You can use Ableton. They had a whole bunch of stuff there, and then they also had studios, like you know, things like I think like a hundred K work studio that's that's where we would have our um classes Mm -hmm. and so it was very hands-on they taught us a lot of things like how to mic how to you know use plugins real plugins and like when so when you talk about using hand-on equipment i definitely get it you know like it's it's it it gives it puts you more in a professional state of mind as well because you have to really concentrate on what you're actually you know hitting what you're plugging into like you know and different wires and yeah. different microphones that you're using as far as if you're in a studio yeah. micing drums and stuff yeah so i, I definitely get it yeah you, you know what yeah. is what i think is dope about that the fact that you went to school for it a lot of producers you know because school costs money it costs bread to go to school especially mm-hmm. if you go down to, what's that school in florida is it is it full cell there's a school in yeah, florida full yeah full cell costs bread because yeah. my son my son want to go to full cell so it's kind of like that was like, one of my choices as well. Yeah, and it, and it's one of the things where like I people I think because of the internet we got YouTube we got all these, a lot of people get webinars on producing now and producing now is a lot cheaper than what it was mm-hmm. years ago. I think people kind of like for some reason cancel out the concept of school. But I, I, anybody listening right now, don't do that. If you can go to school for producing, go because you're gonna you you might there might be somebody self taught that knows a million things, but you might get there faster than that self taught person. By going right. to school, or you, also, you know, okay, yeah, I totally agree. And because you'll learn the basics and and more, and you'll get to know people. Yes, that's, like yeah, it's nothing more than getting to build your network and and mm. and connecting with people. Because in the music industry, that goes a long way. It does, yo. Your and, connections is gold, yo. <laughs> you yeah, and everything is always changing. The it sound is. of music is always changing. So don't don't lack on those webinars as well because what you might have learned in school Mm -hmm. three years ago might have changed now there's always new plugins new apps new sounds that's a fact yeah so now you know what you're right i went to a studio one time right i was on a record called commando shouts out to my homeboy uh jacob and um i actually put him onto some people from the radio and he got picked up for a minute so we have he had a studio in his crib we recorded the original version in his crib. So I knocked my verse out, one take or whatever. He was like, yo, I want to get this on the radio. What, can you come with me to another studio? I'm like, yeah, I got it. The studio was like an hour away, first of all. You know what I'm saying? But it was a real big studio, trackboard and everything. The dude who was the engineer, he was kind of weird. But the engineer dude had golden platinum plaques in his um okay. in his um studio, like in the hallways and stuff. So I was talking to him, right? Me, I don't care what the vibes is like with the person. If you got something I'm going to learn from you, let, let's sit down and talk. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. dude had this one of the artists he worked with was an artist. It was a it was a white girl. I think she was from Florida. I think she was either son of Uncle Luke or some. She had like some type of affiliation. He engineered that. No, he I think co-produced that and engineered it. So we was talking and he said, Let me tell you something. He said how he said, Yo, I'm not my studio. He's like, I got my my set customers that's loyal, and that's it. He said, How you think I make more money? I was like, You tell me. He said, I was blessed to be able to jump on records and produce them or co-produce them that are still making money today. And this was back from like the 80s, early 90s to mid-90s or whatever. Yeah. So these records that he did, they got picked up in movies. They sold. 
Um, this is right before the streaming era, but these records was like on TV shows, commercials, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, if to, to, to the people That's that, it. yeah, now, like you said, your connections, you meet people in school, you're going to meet people in school that's going to be in that position that you're not in. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's the perfect thing about it. Now, since you went to school with these people, these people know what you're capable of. They know they know what skill sets you got. You know what I'm saying? But the crazy thing mm-hmm. about that studio is he wasn't kind of keeping up with the times. Now, this was like early 2000s, right? This was like maybe 2003-ish, 2004. And when we were going into like uh, using like um, like Pro Tools and stuff like that, this is when New mm-hmm. Window came out. He was still using something called DP, which is digital performer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And mm-hmm. but he was nice with it, but ain't, ain't no way that same system could pull up right now and really be fully functional for the sound that you need. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? So right. y'all, y'all gotta keep up with the time. How hard has it been though to keep up with the times? Is, is it expensive as a producer? <laughs> yeah, it is expensive. It's yeah. very expensive. Um, for great. one, I just had to, bro, I just had to buy a new interface because. Mm. Well, for one, I thought my interface was broken mm. because it wasn't it wasn't connect like it was connected to the yeah. to Logic, but it wasn't connected to like Apple G. I have a Duet too. Yeah, and um, it wasn't connected to Apple G controller, so mm. I wasn't able to turn on Phantom Power or anything. Oh, that's why. From the whole, it was right, and then I dropped seven hundred for the duet three because you know that's what I'm used to. I like the quality yeah. of it. The um, yeah, it is. It's it's fire. Um so lo and behold, it was just the laptop. I mean, <laughs> at <Yeah>. this point <laughs> oh, <laughs> So man. I ended up cleaning and clearing out the laptop. Yeah. Everything was working oh, fine and downloading everything over itself. But at this point I got a seven hundred interface dollar interface yep. and I'm sitting here like should I yeah. Fire. Nah, like, keep it. Keep it. Chris. Keep it. Don't don't take <laughs> right, it back. Like, don't don't take keep don't it because like, you you never know like like you might need it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, right. I, I always used to say the right. more equipment we got the better. That's that was how right. I looked at everything because I started buying mad equipment yeah. at one point. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I got a I had to clean some of it out, but I had a storage just full of equipment that I was not using, and I was like, I will I might mm. need it one day. You know, and that's not even just music, even film stuff. I got I got lights, backdrops, I got everything. Yeah, lights, backdrops. Bro. Um, I got stuff that I, yo, I got stuff still in boxes I have not used yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, I might not use yeah. it, but at least I got it. Like you lenses. know what I'm saying? Yo, I got I got like two other lenses I'm not crazy. using. But and it, and it's crazy because I was looking at some more stuff to buy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I might need that, yeah. like, and I probably won't need it. But I kind of it's like toys. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you got you know yeah. what I tell people? That's a fact. The more the better. The the more the better. But yeah. this, this stuff is expensive. You know what I hate? I hate when people want you to just do stuff for free or for the low, not realizing I right, we put thousands into this. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's a, one of the sucky parts about being an artist. Because yeah. people, they love to enjoy your stuff. They love to enjoy your craft. But when it comes to paying you, they feel like, oh, mm-hmm. if you're not on the radio, <laughs> but I am on the radio, pay me, okay? <laughs> we got to talk, talk about that too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, if you're not on TV, but I have been, yeah. so pay me, you know? like, mm-hmm. um, So it's, it, it's like, if you would pay, and, and then friends too. Yes. Friends, oh, that's yeah. another thing, mm-hmm. you know? If you would pay somebody that you don't know, a stranger that you need to be on, you know, to 
play some keys for you at, yes. a, con- at a performance or something. Mm-hmm. Pay that man. But you, if you want to, oh, my homeboy over there, he could do the same thing. Pay him too. Exactly. Like, you know, pay him. Don't, you know, that money should stay in the community. It really should. And we are, well. we are a community. You know? like we're a village. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody, I might not know the three people you know off the block, but we're all connected in the village. And we got to yes, keep that village exactly. afloat. And I, you, the, Atlanta did it. Florida did it. Texas did it. New York don't do it. Yeah. They don't do it. And that's and why, I, that's one of the right. reasons New York is losing on the music. And But we're we, we going to talk about that because we got one more segment. We're we going we gonna to really, really rock out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm having product, fun. Life of Product Podcast, <laughs> episode 108. I got Tiffany Denise on the show. We will be right back with the third segment. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast, episode 108. I got Tiffany Denise on the show. We was talking some real Damn. stuff right now. You know what I'm saying? We're talking <laughs> some real stuff right now. You know, it's, it sucks that, <clears throat> you know, being from New York and then I came to the South, when people bring up uh, New York hip-hop down here, we don't get the respect that we once got at one point. And it's, there's, there's a multitude of factors there um, for that. I, I blame the bootleggers, one. <laughs> I blame, mm-hmm. I blame, I blame... Also, the the record labels for let's I'm gonna just put this out there. The record labels have exploited the South. They have. It's one of the things where yeah. they're not laughing with you; they're laughing at you. They've exploited the South from hip hop to uh to um zombie shows. We have redneck zombies on TV. Um, we have redneck vampires, and I don't like using the word redneck, but it's true. What? I loved I loved True Blood. It was my <laughs> show, but I mean the South was been exploited. <laughs> Then all of the beefs in New York, all of the beefs in New York is another key factor why it's not where it is. And then, you know, the, the conglomerate, conglomerate is not there. Y'all probably said that wrong, but it's not there. But when you go down south, you might go to a studio in Atlanta. Everybody related. They all working together. You know what I'm saying? They found a way to mm-hmm. trickle down the money. They, they'll pass one record down to three different producers, have them ask stuff. Now they all got that, that royalty money coming in. And I really wish New York would take a, mm. a page out of that book and do that one day. What, what do you... Even with the drill music and everything like that, what do you That's... think? Oh, my fault. But l- let me ask you a question. With the drill mm-hmm. mo- uh, movement and just the way hip hop is, what do you think is going to take to bring it back to the forefront? Honestly, I feel like everything is oversaturated yes. now. Big like, facts. and I, I understand, especially like when it comes to sampling. Like, I am a producer. I'm a music lover. I'm yeah. an artist. I grew up in the age of sampling yeah. where, you know, everything bad boy, you know, everything was a, sa- a sample when that's we grew a, up that's a fact. In, my, in my genre. Mm-hmm. But I feel <clears throat> like when it comes to the sampling nowadays, a lot of the sampling has been very sloppy, yeah. especially when it comes to drill mu- yes. music. Yes. Um, I feel like, I feel like it's just a quick, um, grab like a commercial grab and it's becoming like it's 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 ruining it's it's ruining the classic for me (laughs) sad to say sad to say but i will i will give props to a process do because one artist Mm -hmm. who sampled a song recently and i was like 
mm-hmm. is my homegirl Lola Brooke. I mean, she's not my homegirl, yeah. but she's from Brooklyn. Lola and Brooke, and you look like cousins, Tiffany. I told you. That. Y'all look, y'all, you, you, I know. you, Lola Brooke, and Tiffany look like it, y'all gonna pop up at the same family reunion one day. I'm, I'm for real. Uh, it's, the, it's the cheeky eyes. Yeah, the right. Height, it's the I'm cheeky guessing. eyes. Is the height? Like I'm telling you, y'all all look like y'all related. I like I like Lola Brooke though. I, so you know what funny. I like? I like the fact that she's keeping it so New York and she's not trying to be like nobody. Yes. But I do feel like yes. the industry is still fronting on her. They get they kind of yes. still fronting on her. I don't know what the reason is behind it, but I think the part one of the reasons is people, I know why people hate well, on I greatness. Feel like I know why. Tell me, tell, tell me what you think. I feel, because the simple fact that she is saying to her truth to herself, yeah. and she's not <laughs> over sexualizing herself. There you go. Like she knows how to be sexy, but keep mm-hmm. it cute and yeah. keep it tomboy and 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 play her image. You yes. know, like a lot of this. Her songs are not overly sexualized like yeah. a lot of the, the hip hop songs. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; there's nothing wrong with it. Like women, yeah. I feel like we, if we want to be sexual, we can be sexual. Like, yeah, the age of being is, is kind of like being played out now. It, like it's, it is. It's, it's, it it it's is. No, to, you're so for, right. You know. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you said that. Women empowerment at this day, you know, like no facts. And, thank you, thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> and a man needs to know their place, like. Yeah. If a woman wants to say this, that, and a third, and dress the way she wants to dress, don't mean that you can act, you know, exactly. know your role and know your space. Exactly. That's where it all comes down in, in the light of my mind. No, but, but you're, um, you're right, and I agree with you. Um, I think it's crazy how um, over-sexualization over for female artists is like, I feel like a lot of them come into the game with that pressure on them. They, now they feel like they got to do that, right? On the flip side, a lot of them do that because they're not that good. Sexy Red is not a great rapper. Yeah. She's not a, and I'm yeah. not trying to, I'm not, I'm, the, my, my thing, my thoughts is this, right? I'm a Gemini, so I look at everything twice, right? My first thought on Sexy Red is her music is trash. I'm, I'm brutally honest. There's nothing good about her music. All the people saying her music is good need to stop lying to themselves, right? But I'm happy, for, <laughs> I'm for real, but I'm happy for her success because she has two sons and both the fathers are in jail. Now this black woman could take care of her kids. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Instead of out here breaking the law or working two jobs, working doubles, trying to pay for babysitters, that part I'm happy about. I just wish the right. music was better. I just wish it was better. I, you know what I'm saying? I definitely agree. Speaking on Sexy Red, I, I do like Sexy Red. It's something about her that yeah. I like, and it's something about her that is cringy to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why that's I funny. like her. I like her work ethic. You know what I'm saying? She's bright. Yes. I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And she's not afraid to be herself yeah. like even though it's very yeah. cringy like you can it tell is. like yes it might be oversaturated yeah. but this is yeah. like it's sad to say that those there's a lot of people out there that are extremely yeah. talented and have wanted this their whole life and yeah. that's not in their demeanor like their morals are very different and yes. they are getting overshadowed that's one they thing are. that i would I would definitely like say is a con in the industry. It is. And there's women who have to be over sexualized who really don't want to be, you know, like Yeah, they don't. They and, just want to come to work. Play that game. <laughs> they just, right. just want to go to work, rap and go home. Right. Which is nothing wrong with and that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when it comes to men rappers, it's okay for them to talk about how many mm-hmm. and yeah. this, that and the third or and yep. you know all the drugs that they pop, but yep. When it comes to a woman, we get down. Yeah, it's 
it's very crazy. The double standard, the double standard is crazy, and um, I I feel like a lot of these dudes need to step their rap game up. They do. I feel like the fans need to step their listening and game up. The fans need to step their game up yeah. because it's the fans that's making a, ultimately the fans have the fans got the most power. You could only force feed people stuff for so much. <clears throat> so when these rollouts come out, and you know, independent is not independent like how it used to be. <clears throat> it's not. <clears throat> so excuse me. You got these record labels now, or these independent um fact factions that that pretty much own the, the top playlists on Spotify. They they got the DJs in their pocket. They doing all of this, but it is the fans that have the power to say, "Oh, that's whack. We not we not jacking that no more." And they're not doing it. it mm-hmm. It's it's from I don't know why, but a, a lot of problems with the fans are the fans are younger now, and the fans come from areas where hip hop wasn't big, so they accept anything. I look at hip hop like I'm walking through a Walmart aisle, right now. Look how many you go to Walmart, right? And you want you want uh, a, a pack of cheese, right? You want the real good cheese is like five dollars, right? But you see that great value brand for dollar eighty nine. You're gonna go on for the one for a dollar eighty nine. And that's music. Music is the great mm-hmm. like all these songs is like the great value version of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? You can eat Bro, it, it ain't you that are great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You are preaching. Damn, and just though. to like piggy piggy yeah, yeah. back off of what you said, the hip hop awards, I'm watching it. I you need know, to watch it, yo. From, from, if you can try to go on YouTube and yeah. like get some clips from it, yeah. they had a whole bunch of old school rappers up there killing it. Like Fat that's Joe, dope. he was the he was the host, oh, and um, Swiss Beats, Timberland, they were like all over it. They had Rock Kim performing. Oh, like people were sitting down. Like I'm like, do you that's know? Crazy. That's it's crazy. on the stage. Like this is a top wow. ten rapper, top five. Excuse me. Rapper, yeah. greatest rapper alive on yes. the stage right now, and yeah. all y'all in y'all seats because yes. y'all are so young. Y'all don't know, they like, don't know and, I mean, yep. I mean, sad to say, like, the way I grew up, I'm influenced on what my parents, my sisters played, you know. And yeah. then, of course, when I got a certain age, mm-hmm. I grew up and had my own influence on music. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, they don't, they, they, they don't. don't have that. I'm guessing, they you know, they don't. And it's, it sucks. And a lot of that crowd, too, not not to keep making it a New York versus Southern thing. I don't do that, but it's real. And a lot of that Southern crowd, I used to come visit. They didn't really have hip-hop down here like that. They didn't. So <clears throat> the older, yeah. the, some of them, the older ones, they had Rock Kim, Big Daddy Kane. They knew some of that, but they wasn't getting the same mixtapes we had. Their, their hip-hop history started with, like, more from the South, started with, like, OUGK, A-Ball, MJG. Master P was a thing, mm-hmm. so they're gonna listen to that. Or if they, a lot of people in the South, they don't really give outside music a chance. If they can't relate to it, they don't rock with it. You know what I'm saying? If it's not right. coming from what it from, you know, what we're gonna do we're gonna do another part of the show because we we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> we're gonna do a fourth <laughs> segment. It's the boy Product Life Product Podcast episode 108. I got Tiffany Denise on the show. We rocking out. Stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. We will be right back. <laughs> Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product from the Life of Product Podcast. We are back with episode uh, 108. I got Tiffany Denise on the show. This is my sister from another mister. We be talking our realness. You know, you know what's crazy? Yeah. You was talking about the uh, BT Hip Hop Awards. I ain't watched it yet, but I did watch the Grammys um, when they did the 50th performance, and I thought it was fire. I don't know. I don't know what you thought about it, but did you see it? I didn't even watch it. it no, good. so it that's one to one. It was good. I, I liked it. Some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. I like how they mashed up. And they timelined it from back then all the way up until now. And I thought it was fire when Lil Uzi Vert and came out and did I Just Want to Rock. I thought it was fire. You know what I'm saying? That's um, the, I... it, hip-hop needs something right now. I don't, I, don't, I don't got the answers. I don't know what it needs right now. 
Um, I think we do need to be realistic about stuff. Did you hear about um? Uh, okay, so the whole back and forth between Drake and Joe Buttons when Drake was uh Joe Buttons was critiquing Drake album. I think a lot of people that's getting on Joe Buttons um didn't listen to the whole episode. Because dude is a real, and it's funny. It's, it's funny. Let me tell you. You know, you met a lot of dudes in the rap industry. Rappers is funny, Tiffany. <laughs> they're different. Yeah. Rappers, rappers is different. They they're like hot and cold. Like they're like very like emotional. A lot of egos. Yeah, egos and up and down. Like you don't know which one you're gonna get like next Tuesday, right? So <clears throat> the Joe Button situation and the Drake situation. Um, I I I somewhat agree with what Joe Buns is saying. Like I don't. I'm I don't. I'm not a Joe Buttons hater and I'm not a Joe Buttons stand. Like some stuff he says, like everybody, I agree with some stuff I don't agree with. Um, I think a lot of people that's getting on him didn't listen to the whole episode because he is a Drake album. He a Drake fan. He bought the the uh the, the album or whatever, but a lot of people are mad about it. But how my, my thing is this, right? I think the fans have too much power. How bad is it for a person to say, hey, your favorite rapper need to step his game up? Like, is that the worst thing in the world? I don't think it is. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Not at all. Like, um, how many people are in the world? <laughs> like, like what? Like eight billion or something, something like, like that. that. Everybody's gonna have. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Like, not everybody's gonna like me personally. I'm not the biggest Drake fan. Exactly. Oh, don't shoot me. Don't yeah. cut my head off. Exactly. But like, you have to see. You have to know. Like, I'm. I've been watching Drake since he was on Degrassi. That's what I know. The I grew know up watching the grassy noggin channel like yeah. so for me I knew I knew Drake from Jimmy in a wheelchair from being an actor <laughs> like no not taking away from anything no, yeah. any accolades that this man has yeah. gotten in his life yeah. but I've known him as an actor so for me seeing him as a rapper mm. to me He's acting like a rapper. That's <laughs> like, funny, yo. The funny thing about and, that, and man. And he always changes. Like, he's he so does. versatile because he's yeah. an actor first. Yeah. Like, you have to realize that, like, he can do Afro beats and throw on these accents and stuff. Yes. Mind you, like, that's not his culture at all. But he's yeah. an actor. So he's very versatile. And, so you nice. know, like, oh, he ahead, does his thing. He writes and he writes yeah. and he... He's a talented man, but that's that's what I've always seen him as. Um, coming back to Joe Butt, what Joe Budden had said, um, there's some things that he said that I do agree, and there's some things that I don't agree that yeah. he said on, like, um, him hanging out with Kai. Like, at the end of the day, he he's a, they're all in the same business like yes. whether they they all have to socialize and connect with each other yeah. they have a fan base kai has a fan base of kids yes that love drake's music like yeah. why wouldn't drake you exactly. know like so yeah. that's agree. one point that i didn't i mean it's not like they're all you know kiki and, and I hope not. <laughs> they but, might be though. No, like I know. <laughs> they might you never be. No, it's a small listen, world. You know what I'm saying? It is. No, but man. listen, if no. if that's what it takes to make his album sales, uh -huh. hanging out with him on his his was it Twitch account, whatever it yeah. is, then so be it. Like, bro, business is. Yo, it's funny you said that, right? I didn't, I didn't, when, when Drake first came out, right? And um, I like the old Drake. I like Drake's rapping. I don't like Drake singing, but I'm going to talk about that, right? People was like, oh, 
Oh, he was on Degrassi. I was like, what's Degrassi? <laughs> it was the first thing I said. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what is Degrassi? They was like, you don't know what Degrassi? I was like, I've never heard of that show. They said he was Jimmy. Yeah, I was like, bro. who is Jimmy and what's Degrassi? I didn't know it was. Like, so the first Drake I, I known of was Drake from um Young Money. Like, I didn't know what Degrassi was and none of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you you're right. He like with the with the acting and things like Drake that. Drake was like that whole Degrassi was like a general hospital for kids. Oh wow. Like it was like a soap opera <laughs> based in the in Canada, but it was like yeah, drug sex. Dope, dope. Like everything about yeah, it was it was based off a of real like we liked it, you yeah. know? No, that's so, kind of dope, though. But I think that's fine. I think that's fine. Listen, if I could have been a childhood actor, I would have jumped on it. I would have jumped in. I would have segued yeah. in the music. I think he's a talented dude with the writing and, and stuff like that. I, I'm, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. Like I said, I like the old Drake. Um, I don't like the singing part. And the reason why I don't like the singing part is because my parents was old school. Old school. So I was raised mm-hmm. on, like, Temptations, Delphonics. Then as I got older, I got into mm-hmm. Boys, the Men, um, Jodeci, listening to real artists sing. So me, I, me, I got a short attention span, right? If something doesn't catch my attention, I turn it off. I'm not going to keep trying to, like, catch lightning from it if it's just nothing. You know what I'm saying? And this is no disrespect to Drake. Bingo. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to Drake, but I know real singers. I know real singers like you. I know real singers like people that could really go to different octaves. So I don't – I'm not jacking it. You know what I'm saying? But I, I do like his rapping, though. Um, I will say a lot of his albums as of lately have been kind of mid. Like, I'm not really feeling some of the albums that he's put he's put out. Um, the, the 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 one with Twenty One Savage, it was it was cool. It was cool. I'm not a big Twenty One Savage fan, but I do think he stepped his rap game up. I think that album was dropped at the perfect time, and I do like. I think that album was better than the one he did with Future. I didn't really like the one that Drake did with Future. Um, there's a lot of albums right now that's kind of dropped that's been mid. Like the Khaled album, the God did. Me and Damien was talking about that in the show. Did you? Did you, what did you? Okay, everybody has a mixed opinion on that album. What do you think about that project? On which project? The, the Cali, the God did. Um, honestly, I don't really remember. That's crazy. <laughs> I really don't me. really remember. You don't, if you don't remember, I, don't, it, I think I've only listened to God, the single God did. Yeah. I don't think I've listened to the whole album. I think yeah. the last whole album that I listened to of Khaled was the one that he had. Um, with Cardi B and SZA. And oh, all okay, on. yeah, that was. I think that was. That was one, like the one before, before it. Before that, yeah. Or the, probably two. Yeah. Father of his son on it. I yeah, believe. the father of his son. Yeah. So the God Did album to me was very mid. There was only like three songs I liked on it. Of course, the God Did. You know, Jay verse to me was so good on it. Nobody really acknowledges Wayne's verse on it. Wayne's verse was fire on that song. You Yo, know what I'm saying? It was fire. The song, the song was <laughs> popping. and exactly and. And I think because the simple fact that Jay-Z rapped long and everything that he said was so fire, that's why he had the acknowledgement. I feel like if yes. Wayne had that much time on the beat, they yes. would have been it would have been toe for toe, bar for bar. Yeah. But with that being said, I feel like the song itself, mm-hmm. and that's why music is changing so so drastically. Like yeah. the song didn't get the acknowledgement that it should have. Yeah. Because of everything else that's happening yeah. so fast and oversaturated. Like, can we bask in that song? Yeah. Yo. No, I'm saying? And like, come on. Like, <laughs> that's, quiet, that's crazy. But you know what, too? That's crazy. That I think I liked, I did like the, um, the Migo, the, the Onkin Neff song on it, the party. I liked it because it had the old Eddie Murphy uh, party all the time. It had the sample on it. But mm-hmm. I'm a low key, though, low key. 
the most fire song on that album, and nobody says it to me, was the reggae joint with Skilly banging all of them. That that joint was fire. The streets no joint. I'll have to check it that, out. That joint right there to me is that's that go to joint. God did was fire, but that song right there, yeah. For some reason, Khaled always pulls up pulls like a, a dope reggae song on his um on his albums. You know what I'm saying? Album. I'm tired of I'm tired of the Khaled albums dropping. And not me not respectfully. I like Khaled. Khaled has a dope personality, but his albums is mid. From, <laughs> you know but but from what I'm being told, like he's not really doing a lot of production on his albums. He's like he's not. like yeah. he's just really doing like executive, like yeah. you know, executive things. Like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. But as yeah. far as him actually putting down the work and the keys mm-hmm. and the drums, I don't think yeah. he's doing that. Because he was doing that at like, one point. Remember when he was beating over Kane and he was actually producing and stuff like that? Right. He was putting that work in. But um, we, we got to wrap this show up. I thank you so much for calling. You will welcome anytime. You got to come down here soon. I got to get you. When you come down here, right, and I get you on the show, we're going to knock out like four or five episodes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we have to, so much to talk about. I know, man. We got a lot of catching up to do, man. T- tell Mama Ford I said hello. Give her a hug for me. Um, you know what I'm saying? Rub the dog head for me. Tell the dog Uncle Keith said was popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boy, product, life of pro- product podcast, episode 108. Tiffany, Denise on the show. I'm out, baby. Yeah.